Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Get Chatty With Me. How are we? I am really excited for today's episode, except it's a bit of a touchy one. So going to put that disclaimer out there now, a little bit of a trigger warning because we're going to be talking about some, you know, mental health kind of stuff. We're going to be talking about confidence, positive mindsets, how to, you know, better your mental health and just about anxiety in general. Just wanted to add, I am in no way, shape or form a substitute for seeing a therapist, meeting with a therapist, going to therapy, seeing a doctor or getting advice from a medical practitioner on how to deal with any of these issues. I am purely speaking on experience and providing advice off of things that I have dealt with in my life and just sharing my stories so that everyone feels a bit more seen and included if they're experiencing similar things. But I am in no way, shape or form here to give medical advice just simply advice based on my experience and just explaining my stories with all of you all that kind of stuff it's gonna all mesh into one but yeah just a little warning now if you are sensitive to any of these topics feel free to click away and just come back next week now i am someone that has really been affected by anxiety my whole life and now i've kind of learnt not to live with it, but how to control it. So anxiety is one of those difficult things that it's there whether you like it or not. And I actually had my first kind of anxious moments in like primary school. I'm talking like year six. But a lot of my anxiety stems from schooling. So it's a lot of academic stress, academic anxiety, stuff like that. So, you know, if I've got due dates coming up, I'll be very panicky, stuff like that. I get a lot of anxiety about other things as well. A lot of the time, it's not social anxiety. It's more like my personality in a certain situation. I actually had a discussion with my friend about it the other day. We're talking about how like personality anxiety is worse than like physical appearance anxiety. And I don't know how to properly articulate this, so forgive me. But we were talking about how like, yes, you can be insecure about your looks and be anxious about that. But like being anxious and insecure of your personality traits is different because you know that you can't change that. You can't change who you are. Like facial features are easy to change, like makeup, you know, surgeries, etc. Like literally phone Photoshop, for God's sake. But like your personality, you can't change that. And we're talking about how that is like such a weird thing to be anxious and insecure about when it's just yourself. But yeah, we were sharing now kind of thoughts on that and it made me think I was like maybe I really should do a little episode where we talk about this stuff because it's a bit heavy but I feel like a lot of you guys who reach out via DM I try and reply to as many as possible but you talk about you know how do I be more confident how do I you know try and you know better my mental health be positive and you know try and be less anxious and obviously if I had a cure for that or if anyone had a cure for that, you would know about it already. But this is the kind of stuff that you just have to work on yourself. And unfortunately, there is no magic cure to help this stuff. I wish there was, but there just isn't. So it's just something we have to work through. And I think we'll start off with confidence and positive mindsets. For me, confidence has always been something that I've like had. Now, not saying I came out of the womb and was just this confident little person, but through life, I've done a lot of things that have kind of built me up to be a very confident individual. For example, I started acting when I was eight. So I was always in front of a camera and it got me to the point where I was very confident in front of adults, in front of cameras, in front of crowds, etc. I never really got like 
stage fright. Like I was on stage in like in like year five and six. Like you know, I was a very very confident kid, and I still am a very confident person now. But it's something that a lot of people struggle with, and like rightfully so. Confidence is a very hard thing especially when you know being confident can sometimes be taken in the wrong way people think you're being up yourself because you're confident or you know you might be trying your hardest to be super super confident and outgoing but it's not working and you're like oh can people tell that I'm not confident can people tell that I'm getting nervous stuff like that is very hard with confidence because people can tell if you're nervous or not and it's very clear to see for me faking confidence will pretty much always work if you let the nerves shine through people will see it but the minute you try and you know give it a fake it till you make it moment you put on a good front and you act super confident and super positive about something that energy will like translate into the room i remember for my launch of my edit with Roden, i had to do a speech at the launch now and like i'm a very talkative person you guys know this by now come on but getting up in front of the crowd of those people i was actually a bit nervous which i don't get nervous a lot i used to do a lot of speeches for school although i even like i did public speaking in school i started a debate team i was in multiple productions i literally like if we had to do a presentation for english i was up there i was not shaking anything i was very good with all that stuff but for some reason i got really nervous in front of all those people i was like this is so weird by me so we just need to put on a front and act super confident and keep in mind I did not have a script ready I literally was like you know what we're gonna wing it I get up on the stage and I'm like okay don't show that you're nervous so I say a speech I act really really confident I move around a bit I move my hands around to show that I'm like super comfortable and I wrap up and I sit down and my friends are like wow like you looked so confident up there and I was like really I was so nervous and they were like what and I was like yeah I was literally shitting myself for lack of better term and they were like no way you looked so confident up there so the actual saying of fake it till you make it is so true and it's the best way to do it in my opinion if you're a shy person baby steps you're not going to wake up one day and be able to get on a stage of a million people and talk confidently that is not something that happens overnight you got to kind of work it up there i remember with george george is a good example of this because george used to be a very 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 shy kid and when I say very shy, you guys would not recognize him in his room all the time, had very bad social anxiety, wanted to be near mum all the time, otherwise he could barely speak. Like, he was very fragile. But he slowly worked on his confidence by, you know, doing things that he loved, slowly pushing himself out of those boundaries. And he's gone to the point today where he's probably the most confident person I know. And it is just such a good example of how to grow your confidence and like it doesn't happen overnight like I said George took him about a year or two to work on it and get it to the point where it is today but he would not regret it one bit because now you know he can walk into an audition room because we're all actors in this family my mom runs an acting agency and I'm not going to say we're like professional actors like we've been in tv shows no we like do commercial work but because we're always in audition rooms we have kind of been programmed to be these confident little pocket rocket children 
And it got to a point where George like, couldn't really do that. But now he's back. He can walk into an audition room, introduce himself, name, age, agent, his hobbies, etc., with no stuttering. And to get to that point is incredible. So I think if you are someone that struggles with confidence, take it step by step. Don't push yourself into the deep end, but you know, get yourself a bit out of that comfort zone. You can't be in this little box your whole life where you kind of just protect yourself with like bubble wrap. I don't know how else to explain it. I think high school is also a very hard time to show confidence and to show who you really are because confidence is something you get as you become more comfortable within yourself and high school are the years where you're the least comfortable with yourself you're figuring yourself out what you like what you don't like what kind of person you are and you're going through puberty like literally plainly you're going through puberty i remember when i went through puberty i was a raging hormonal bitch pretty much and like my confidence was like a bit staggered because I was insecure and I didn't, you know, believe in myself as much. And then obviously if you're not believing in yourself and you're insecure of yourself, you're not going to be a confident person. So it got to the point where I just said to myself, I was like, you either need to like fake some confidence, just, you know, swallow your pride a little bit and just, you know, fake it. Otherwise you're never going to have the courage to gain this confidence again. And then at that point I was like, okay, let's just do this. And I've always been very extroverted. So faking this confidence wasn't hard for me, but because of my anxiety, I was always overthinking about showing how extroverted I was or, you know, being super outgoing. My high school experience, especially at the girls' school, was not fantastic, but I never was going to step away and not show who I was because I was worried about other people. What I did was just overthink in secret. And I just let myself be extroverted. I let myself appear as super super confident and let people judge whatever they wanted to judge i actually still have girls who come up to me and say oh you were just so confident in high school and i was like i literally wasn't i was so insecure about how i looked how i appeared to others what others thought of me like compared to now i obviously still struggle with some of these issues but not as much as i did then and i think that's something that like just general high school experience contributes to like the adolescent brain but you know like being insecure in yourself is kind of part of life i feel like but it's like getting out of that and becoming more confident in yourself is what's important so i i don't even know how to explain it but i just kind of went from that point and i was like you know what i have to believe in myself a bit more get that extroverted side out of me and if people don't like it they can get out of my life i don't even know and that's where I kind of am at today. So I am just kind of a big advocate for fake it till you make it, something I've repeated like maybe 10 times in the last 10 minutes, my bad. But I feel like it just works. So if you are a shy, timid person, you're insecure, you're worried about what other people think of you, don't worry, same. And that honestly won't go away. There will still be moments in your life where you stop and you think what other people are thinking of you, even though you shouldn't. And it is something that I really want to like weave out of my lifestyle worrying about what other people think of me but unfortunately it is just something that is kind of in my brain regardless but we are working on that we are working on it so if you're trying to be a bit more confident that is definitely my advice i think positive mindsets also weave nicely into this because having a positive mindset benefits your mental health but obviously saying that is easier than actually putting it into practice being positive and kind to yourself is a lot harder said than done, especially in the years where you are, you know, just figuring out who you are. Like, like I said, high school is very much the time where you're figuring yourself out, who you want to be, who you actually are, and etc. And trying to be positive and kind to yourself in this time is difficult, man. 
it's actually so difficult, especially if you're someone who struggles with like different forms of anxiety, mental health issues, or, you know, body issues. We've all been through it. I can literally say I have been through all of those things. I still have bad anxiety. I will have a panic attack here and there. And it's hard to be positive in those times because you're like, what is going on? Like, how am I meant to be positive about this? And like, your whole world is crashing down when in reality it isn't. So I think the trick with being positive and kind to yourself is just no matter what, no matter how you're feeling, pretend you are talking to your younger self. This sounds so weird, but you'll get what I'm saying. If I'm sitting here and let's just say I'm really, I'm not happy with how I look in a pair of jeans, right? If I actually sit back and I picture myself saying that's like three-year-old me, it actually makes me upset to think that someone would ever speak to her like that. And then I'm like, well, that's the same girl. She's just a little bit older, just a little bit, a lot of bit. But it's circumstances like that where I'm like, holy, like I am really being mean to myself for no reason. Like, okay, who cares if you don't look that great in this pair of jeans today? No one's looking other than you. And I promise no one cares as much about something you are anxious about other than yourself. I'm telling you, no one is stressing as much as you are. No one is as hyper fixated as you are on whatever you're worried about. So in those situations, I just try and let it go and let myself remember that, you know, you're not yelling at your present self, you're yelling at your young self. And that kind of puts you in a mindset where you're like, oh, I wouldn't want to be mean to her. Another way to do it is like, when you give your best friend advice, for me, it normally goes along the lines of this. Are you dumb? How could you think that of yourself? You are so beautiful, so incredible. I cannot think, like, I cannot believe you think that, that you don't look good in those jeans or, you know, that you are not intelligent or you're not beautiful. Like, I cannot believe it. You are so perfect in every single way. That's like what you'd say to your best friend if she had a similar problem. But then if it's you, you're like, oh, you're dumb. You're not pretty. You don't look good. You're stupid like blah 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 look at the difference and how you're treating the different situations when they're actually identical but it's your best friend and you that's the only difference the actual people who are experiencing the problem and that's what's crazy everyone is so nice to the people around them but never to themselves and i think with being positive and having a positive mindset that's what's the most important like when you're a teenager you are so hard on yourself I am still so hard on myself and I can see Peter and George going through the same thing they are so hard on themselves and I'm like don't have such a negative mindset you know glass half empty see it more glass half full vibes like don't belittle yourself don't play down your achievements your achievements are achievements and you should be proud of them don't you know, think less of yourself because someone does better. You know, you shouldn't be trying to beat everyone else's personal best. You should be beating your own and you should congratulate yourself for doing so. So don't compare your experiences to other people's and then determine whether or not they're a failure or, you know, a positive or a win. Try and think of yourself as your own individual and be kinder. I don't know how else to say it. Just be nicer to yourself. I used to, I remember I struggled a bit when I was in high school um, with like my body and stuff. And that was really hard. But when I was getting out of it, this sounds so silly. Um, I used to make myself look in the mirror and tell myself that I was pretty, right? Because I really didn't believe it. I really didn't. I thought I was literally an ogre. 
and I would make myself do it and I hated it. I remember the first time I did it, I was crying and I like mumbled it, like mumbled it. Like, you know, when you're crying and you're like snot crying, like snotty cry, that's what I was doing. And I was trying to say, <laughs> you're pretty into the mirror and I couldn't do it. And anyway, I, this was right when I tried to start getting my eating back on track. So it was just a lot at once. And then after a week of doing that, I got better and better. And I realized that it actually helped because I was looking in the mirror. So it felt like I was talking to someone else, but I was looking back at my own reflection. And it goes back to that thing I said earlier, when your best friend comes to you with an issue, you will do everything in your power to make him, her, or they like a queen, right? You'll be like, you are incredible. You are amazing. How could you even think something like that? So you have to do that to yourself. But the only way to do it is like, look at yourself in the mirror and pretend you're someone else. So I was like, you're pretty. And then it eventually kind of worked. And now like, I try and think before bed, you know, some positive things I did that day or some positive things, you know, that I'm going through at the moment. I actually, I tried to journal for a bit, didn't really work, but you know, I'm not really a journaler, I'm more of a thinker and I kind of just do it in my brain with a hypothetical piece of paper and pen. But I think it's good to, you know, tell yourself that you're proud of yourself because as much as you hear it from others, you never actually hear it from yourself. And that's what's the most important because what you say to yourself is the harshest. Whatever you're saying in your little brain to your own body is always going to be the harshest feedback so by giving it positive feedback you don't know how much of an impact that will actually have on your mental health and your well-being so give it a try if you're someone that sees everything very negatively try and give yourself a compliment once in a while try and be kind to yourself and positive towards you know whatever you're experiencing and see how you go i feel like everyone is very harsh on themselves nowadays so if you make an effort to try and not be so harsh on yourself you might see that you know it'll actually benefit you a long way and you know you actually start to have a bit more of a positive mindset so give that a go if you know this is something you are wanting to do or wanting to kind of you know take control of in your life and before we get into the next topic i just wanted to talk about my chemist warehouse dupe for this week and it is the maybelline fit me foundation now this is a dupe for pretty much any high-end foundation and that is because the formula is incredible. It is like a medium coverage foundation, evens out the skin tone, and is very long wearing. There's a matte and a dewy version for whatever finish that you guys kind of want. And I think it is honestly just great. If you are a high-end foundation wearer and you are looking for a bit of a cheaper alternative, because you know, we go through foundation very quickly. You know, we want to keep that face and the skin looking amazing. And sometimes that high-end foundation runs out a bit too quickly for what you think you paid it for. So try out the Maybelline Fit Me Foundation. I don't think you'll be disappointed in the slightest. Great formula, great consistency. And honestly, even if you look online, it has been compared to a wide range of high-end foundations. So I am here to vouch. I've used it on my face and I've loved it. It's like very nice, very long wearing, very buildable. I just really like the product. So if you are looking for a nice, cheap and luxurious feeling foundation, look no further than the Maybelline Fit Me foundation, whether it be the dewy or the matte kind. You can find this at your local chemist warehouse. Super cheap, super affordable and super easy to find because you've got your chemist warehouse everywhere. Couldn't recommend it anymore. Moving on, we're going to touch on like anxiety, being anxious. Gosh, what a topic. And this is a very heartfelt episode, my God. But I was like, I get so many DMs being asked to like talk about this stuff. And I was like, you know what? A podcast is a good place to talk about it. Because I can't exactly like hop on TikTok and be like, let's 
chat mental health because they took away the 10 minute feature okay i'm very upset about it anyways um anxiety is something i have dealt with since i was 12 so i'm nearly 20 now um so that's about eight years and i can say it is something that for me is never going to go away i'm always an anxious person my foot is always shaking and as i've gotten older i've kind of learned how to deal with it a bit better i remember when i was in high school it was just like such an overwhelming concept like being an anxious person because you get this overwhelming like feelings of emotion whether they be negative or positive and they kind of just take over a lot of the time they're negative unfortunately like i remember this one time i was in math class and i had had a particularly hard week i was like just not having it sitting next to my friend and i just actually just started crying right by myself poor ellie anyway i'm crying by myself into my worksheet and the teacher came over to ask me a question and in an attempt not to look like I was crying, I like put my glasses on to like try and hide the tears. And he just looks at me, he goes, are you okay? And then waterworks. Like, you know, when someone goes, are you okay? And you just like start bawling your eyes out. Yeah, that is exactly what happened to me. So I'm bawling my eyes out. He's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, no, it's fine. Like, I'm just like a bit emotional. And he's like, what's wrong? And I'm like, I don't know. And then it got worse. And I'm like, I'm crying. I'm like, I don't know what's wrong. And then I went to the wellbeing center. Anyway. Oh my god, quickly, can we talk about how great wellbeing centers are for high school kids? Um, if you are someone that isn't close with your family, because obviously that is a reality that a lot of people have to deal with, and they don't have like someone they can just quickly go and talk to, like a mum or a dad or a guardian, etc., being able to just pop into a wellbeing center and talk to someone like in the school is fantastic. And honestly, it's really helpful because they present like kind of an unbiased point of view. I remember when I was in high school and I was struggling with like everything at once i was speaking to people in the well-being center and my mum and dad about everything and it was great because it gave me like two points of views and i always have said to people there's actually no shame in getting help like i've been to like see people for my anxiety and stuff and it's actually very helpful so it's one thing i will always recommend if you think it's getting out of hand but dealing with just anxious feelings in general is a very very hard thing i remember i i get like random feelings of anxiety a lot to do with school so I think I touched on this in another episode. Forgive me if I did. I'm very, I repeat a lot. So I'm sorry if everything is repeated. But I had a day where I was just sitting at home and I was just checking my uni announcements. And I got a notification that this assignment was due in three weeks. And I freaked out. And you're probably thinking, why? Yep, because I'm Ellie. So I freak out. I start bawling my eyes out. My mum's like, what's wrong? And I'm like, I have an assignment to do. She's like, okay, when's it due? Like, we'll figure it out. Like, if it's due by tonight, we'll, we'll do it. I'm like, oh, no, it's due in three weeks. But I'm crying, keep in mind. She's like, why are you reacting like that? And I'm like, I don't know. And it's this whole, like, a vicious cycle of, like, academic anxiety. It is a real thing. So that whole day, after that little panic attack moment I had, I spent the whole day doing the assignment because my anxiety could not deal with it and oh my god can i just say i got it done by the way got it done handed that in slayed it but it's just very overwhelming and it comes very quickly and i feel like people who get panic attacks like i can see i don't, I don't get a lot of panic attacks like whenever i do i'm always in a controlled environment which i'm very thankful for but i feel like people that deal with that all the time and obviously have it a lot more severe than I do I don't know how on earth that is dealt with and I know that there's obviously you know people you can see there's medication you can take but anxiety is a very hard thing especially if it's something that's new to you 
or even like something that's stuck with you for a while and you just don't know how to deal with it but for me just sitting and being in a quiet space helps a lot i have a very chaotic life though and that might be why it helps a lot because for me sitting and reading a book makes me feel so much calmer but i feel like that's because i have such a hectic house like my house is always full there's always people over there's always people talking like i can't even go to bed without peter or george following me wanting to chat and i love them to death but sometimes when you've had like a very mentally draining day you kind of just want to sit by yourself so you know sitting and reading a book for me is like healing or having a shower having a shower is elite i remember when i was in a really bad place like mentally like i was super anxious this was in year 12 though so a lot of that academic stress was really prevalent just being able to sit in the shower for like an hour i would feel better i would feel 10 times better so i feel like this depends on the person but just doing something that you know will calm you down will make you feel a bit more in control is always helpful anxiety comes on because you feel like you're not in control so doing something that makes you feel like you are in control of your own well-being and your own life will automatically make you feel better because all the anxiety stems from not being in control so i feel like sitting back and just doing something that you can completely take over is always very very helpful so that's what i kind of do i don't know i don't want to sit here and give advice because obviously i am not because like i said earlier i'm not like a substitute for therapy or seeing a therapist this podcast episode isn't to do that it's more to just share what i've gone through my experiences and provide advice based off of that because I can give very surface level advice because I've been through it. But if you're looking for something a bit more in depth, I would suggest speaking to someone like your local GP or a local therapist in the area to talk about all these kinds of topics because, you know, I can obviously cover an extent. And if you think you're at a certain point where you need more feedback, obviously speaking to someone with um, medical history and actual knowledge on the topic that can be you know a bit more helpful so i would definitely suggest going down that kind of path if you are struggling majorly with any of these issues anyway on that note i think i'm going to wrap up there but thank you for listening to this episode of get chatty with me i wanted to keep it kind of short and sweet and obviously you know just share my experiences dealing with anxiety confidence issues trying to bring a positive mindset and just bettering my mental health. Um, I know these are issues that, you know, a lot of people go through, even though they might not say it, they're going through it. And I just want everyone to feel like they are a bit more seen. All of these problems are very real. And as much as people might try and come off like they're not going through something, you never know what someone is actually going through. So I think my main takeaway from this episode is just be kind to everyone because you don't know what is going on in their head try your best to be a very positive and confident version of yourself and i'm sure you will conquer every obstacle that is in your way um i try my best to reply to dms so i'm always i'm always trying so if you guys have any questions and you wanted to reach out feel free but i just want to let you guys know that you know i'm human i experience all these things i want to tell you guys a bit about it as well And just let you know that you're not alone, that, you know, everyone goes through a short form of a lot of these different issues and that, like, it's normal. It's normal and you will get through it and it's just an obstacle in your life for now. Something that you will look at later in life and just think, wow, like, so happy I overcame that. Once again, thank you for listening to today's episode. Let me know what you guys thought. Um, I had some requests to go a bit deeper on the potty, so I have tried 
to do that. I'm a bit of a comical person, but I've tried to strip that back today. Hope you guys have enjoyed and let me know if you guys want me to cover anything more of this kind of topic, a bit more in depth, whatever you want. But I just thought, why not give it a whack? A lot of you have been enjoying my very comedic content, but wanted to see a bit more of this side. So I thought, why not provide for the people? Because I love you all. So yeah, stay tuned for next week's episode. Love you guys. And thank you for listening. Bye.